0: And so this morning, I'm excited for uh, you guys to hear the story of Lauren Van Zee. Uh, How many of y'all know Lauren Van Zee? All right. Yeah. Somebody really knows Lauren Van Zee, which you're going to hear about here in a minute. But um, man, Lauren Van Zee is uh, just an awesome sister in Christ. It's incredible what God is using her to do. And um, I'm going to not steal any more of her story, but uh, Lauren... uh, Start and tell us a little bit about who you are and um, how your relationship with Christ started.
1: Okay. So I tried to condense some of the first part, but really my story is of the Holy Spirit drawing me and putting people in my life really at every stage to disciple me, including my parents and grandparents, um, community group members and leaders and pastors, and then growing up, it was just really common for us to talk about the Bible and my parents had theological discussions. So with that and having the support of church families and small groups, I just really learned the importance of studying the Bible and praying on my own. And during the times where I was seeking the Lord, He just really protected me in many ways from the lies of the world.
0: Hmm. Hmm, that's awesome. So, you shared something with me that uh, was incredible. I don't think anybody else has ever told me what you told me. So, when did, when did the Lord first call you to himself?
1: When I was three.
0: Three! Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? And yet, the Lord knows each of us. Uh, he created each of us, and he, he called you, and he drew you to himself, and, and really started changing your life then. And, and you talked about how uh, then later on, uh, you followed him in baptism. So, um, sounds like you just had this incredible life, right? Uh, raised in a Christian home, the Lord called you and drew you to himself at a very young age. Um, has there ever been a time where you struggled? like, <laughs> Or has life just been great? All the great? time. All the all time. The time. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, um, there was a period of, of busyness and complacency where I wasn't really seeking the Lord, and um, you know, Bible reading was kind of hit or miss, and my prayers were more surface level and just self-centered more about myself.
0: Mm. Yeah, so um, you probably just described like, uh, I don't know, 99.9% of uh, our lives uh, right here when you said that um, complacency and, and not really seeking the Lord. So, um, What did God do? So we read Isaiah 41.10, right, how he's not letting go of us. He's pursuing us. He loves us. How did you, like, what happened? What changed, like, you're in this season where you're not seeking the Lord, but you know that he still loves you and he's chasing you?
1: Um, My return was partly out of desperation, just stressful circumstances, but also I just knew I needed to start being intentional with my walk. So in 2015 um, he started drawing me back and started to read and and pray more intentionally. And at first there there was kind of an element of, of unbelief and even some weeding out of sinful attitudes and so it was painful at first but various books and people and even some community kids curriculum. (laughs) <laughs> um reminded Plug for me, serving community yes. kids it um, might you to the
0: Lord <laughs>
1: really reminded me that this world is a spiritual battlefield and I hmm. can't afford to be complacent in my walk or in the spiritual instruction of our children so during that time he really put a burden on my heart for the lost um, gave me the desire to make relationships to share the gospel and just gave me a physically tangible uh, Peace, That made me just, all those things just made me want to and need to seek Him each day.
0: Yeah, so um, that's amazing, number one. But number two, I think sometimes, like, like, we hear those things and we know those things. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to press you. This may not even be on your notes. Okay. This, is, this is the curveball. I told oh, you, it okay. would come. So, as the Lord started putting that burden on your heart for, like, man, seek me, Lauren. Like, come and find me. What did that practically look like? Like, how did you do that?
1: Okay, well, right now I'm staying at home. So there was one year where I had where I could get up at 545 and the girls wouldn't get up till 730. So it looked like making myself get up early and um, seek the Lord. And now the time really varies, you know, on that. But it was getting back in the habit and sometimes um, sometimes it is going through the motions of just being obedient to mm. seek him. But, you know, we have to, it's just a spiritual discipline that we have to practice. We're not always going to have this feeling like this, you know, warm, fuzzy feeling about seeking the Lord. It's, it can be work and it, but it's rewarding and it's what he wants us to do.
0: Mm. Uh, that's really good. Um, it's so true. And, um, uh, thank you for being spiritually disciplined and seeking the Lord. And, um, I know as you've told me your story that as you did that, he started changing you again, right? Cause that's what the Lord does and what the gospel does when it, it infuses into our life. So what's new in your life? What's changed in your life as, as God's drawn you back to himself?
1: Okay. I may have to look at my notes, but, um, that's a while. Okay, okay. So he's really changed me to be kingdom focused. Um, a big thing, just finding my peace in him and not freaking out about circumstances. Right now, I'm trying to learn to go to him first instead of freaking out and trying to manipulate people in situations. And also, he's really just shown up as a provider, big and small things hmm. in my life.
0: That's awesome. Any specific examples?
1: Um, lots of examples, but um, just even like our house, um, praying about furniture. Of course, I wanted like the four dollars to $8,000 leather couch, but <laughs> we did get furniture in the form of, you know, wonderful use furniture from a friend and just, you know, just even the little details God cares about.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Um, so. There's another story, as, as the Lord called you back to himself, he also called you to, to minister to other people and, and care about the lost. And there's another story that God has written as that um, has as happened, and it involves this uh, awesome lady named Ketty. And um, just tell us, tell us how God brought that story about.
1: Okay. So about a year ago in January or February... I saw a lady at church and I kept running into her in the back in community kids, picking up our kids. And I just looked at her. I I don't know what happened, but I got in the car, I realized I'd seen her at the library and that's why, you know, you stare at someone, you think they're familiar, and then we kept doing that. But I was really upset when Did you
0: Facebook stalk her? No,
1: I didn't. (laughs) Okay. I didn't.
0: You're a better person than I am. No, if
1: I got on the internet more, I probably would have. But um, Anyway, so I got in the car, and I was just upset that I hadn't talked to her, even smiled at her or anything, and I just started praying that I would see her again at the library, and God worked that out. We were both there at story hour that Tuesday. So I introduced myself and apologized, and um, I told her I'd been praying to see her again, and I asked her if she was going to do the ladies' Bible study that was coming up. So she said she really wasn't comfortable reading the Bible. She hadn't studied very much, so we just talked about our kids. And um, after that, I just started praying for her, and we would see each other at church and at the library sometimes. So later that year um, in the summer, there was a ladies' night, and the, the speaker talked about mentoring, having someone in front of you and behind you on your walk with Christ. And then Jeff Bracken preached a sermon about mentoring, and Ketti was sitting in front of me, and I just felt like the Lord was telling me that I needed to mentor her. So at this point, we've like barely spoken; we don't really know each other that well, but we have kids similar ages, and um, you know, it already seemed like maybe we'd get together. So that day, we exchanged numbers, and she graciously invited us over for a play date. So as we were there, she wanted to talk about how they started coming to Christ's community and wanted to know how we'd started coming. And then I asked her if if she had gone to a community group. And again, she said, not really comfortable studying the Bible, you know, having to find things in the Bible and things like that. So um, about a month later, we got together again for a play date. And I knew that this time I just couldn't leave without asking her to read the Bible with me. So I had Bibles in the car and you know, the whole play date goes on and I can't transition into this question of, can you read the Bible with me? So finally at the end, I was like, there's no good way to bring this up, but I feel like I'm supposed to ask you to read the Bible with me uh, because it's just given me so much peace. So she took the Bibles, later we made a time to meet. Um, Really at first, We started reading John, and I had no idea what I was doing, so it wasn't very engaging. I was doing a lot of the talking. Um, She ended up going to Lifeway and bought Bibles and had heard of a Bible study that we should do. So we started doing this other Bible study, and God really taught us things that were in the Bible study and and things that weren't in the Bible study. So, I think that's that part.
0: It's awesome. So I'm, I'll, while you find your place, I'll, I'll help you a little bit, right? But what I love about your story, right, and, and what God is doing, is only He can get the credit and the glory because you you are doing what um, I think is so hard for many of us. We don't know exactly what to do. It's messy. We think we want to try this and that doesn't work. But you just kept going because you knew that the Lord was asking you to pursue Katie. Uh and so it's awesome. But let's keep going.
1: Okay. Well, I. Now it's just my list of how God is so evident in this, just how He brought us together, prepared us for this, and just all the ways that it's not in my nature to have uncomfortable conversations, um, to admit that my way wasn't working um, when we had to switch Bible studies, and to admit that I needed, that I didn't have all the answers. I would go to my parents or you or. The internet or other people to just try to figure out questions that she had um, or to be okay with Oh, okay sorry Want not in my nature to want to really put in the time to prepare to meet um, to start meeting the week we closed on a new house and mm. it's not really my nature to to want to be up here and share my story but that's just how God has has worked in this um, so kind of to sum it up uh, A few weeks ago, we were sitting at Keddie's kitchen table talking about the Bible and mysteries of the Trinity, and it just really shows how God can, it was like it was second nature, like we've been doing this forever, just Mm. how God can work in our hearts. Mm -hmm. So kind of to wrap up my story, it's really just the story of the Holy Spirit drawing me, people investing in me spiritually, and Him asking me to invest in others.
0: Yeah, and you were faithful and obedient to that. And uh, what's the fruit of that?
1: Next week, Cuddy's going to be baptized.
0: Yeah, isn't that awesome? It's awesome. It's awesome. And so, um, man, that, like, one person at a time, being faithful to join Jesus and getting outside of ourselves, outside of our comfort zones, one person at a time. It's a vision um, that uh, that we feel like Scripture gives to us as the church, and you're living that out. And um, I'm so grateful for you, and I'm so grateful for Ketty. And uh, Ketty, you know, this is, the, this is the moment. We told you uh, we, we want to bring you up and, and uh, pray with you and with Lauren as we uh, continue in our worship today and, uh, and invite you to come back next week. She's going to be baptized on Mother's Day by Miss Lauren, and uh, it's going to be a, a special moment uh, and a time where she says to everyone, I believe in Jesus.